mean, don't be nervous. So welcome back to <laughs> to the podcast, Too Sophisticated Mess. I'm excited to have my really good friend, Annie, here. Hi, I'm Annie, and I'm <laughs> on the same powerlifting team as Nicole. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean me who doesn't compete doesn't like that do doesn't anything. matter <laughs> yeah i mean i'm still technically on it just a slightly bit removed we didn't even like introduce her but give a little short bio about yourself before we like get too oh, far geez. okay so my name's annie and i'm an english major with a philosophy of law minor at ut austin and i joined the team around like sophomore year right mm-hmm around the same time as you yeah and um, i've been on the team ever since and Just that's where we met and <laughs> my coach is mikey p i don't know if anybody knows of him but if, if you're a powerlifter and you're listening to this you probably do probably if you're in the texas area yeah i have two dogs one is named cody he's a german shepherd mix with a uh, red bo- red bone coon hound yeah that that always trips me up Mm -hmm. and i have another dog named chowder and he's a golden retriever and my hobby is taking the dog park (laughs) like i'm really boring i like i like i'm such a homebody and i just like um taking care of my dogs and like being at home with them you're literally like a dog mom i think you're meant to be (laughs) like that's just your calling (laughs) i i hopefully i want to have like five dogs in the future i know alfred's gonna be like no (laughs) at least at least five dogs all the same breed or all different breeds um more golden retrievers uh, maybe just goldens they're crazy though they're they're super hyper so that's why i kind of have i want like a piece of land so they can just run around yeah because, like, when we bought Chowder, he kind of ran around with, like, the sheep and stuff. Like, he was, he lived on a farm. Oh, And so cute. he was, like, a very free-range dog. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel bad for him putting him in an apartment. But, you know. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll try to provide that for, <laughs> for him in the future. And I'll enter pictures of her dogs because they're so <laughs> cute. They're literally so adorable. But, yeah, I can see that for you. That's so funny. And it's funny, too, that you're an English major because like just knowing you i don't know if i would ever guess imagine me as an english major what would you think i was business maybe yeah business or i can see law like now but there's no major for law yeah there's no major for it so you just kind of like have to do your own thing Mm -hmm. but i honestly don't know like (laughs) i or maybe like journalism alfred was saying maybe i could be an rtf major yeah i just i have no idea you're hard to read i think (laughs) i am better at putting my thoughts into words than i am like being an eloquent speaker i don't think i've ever read anything that you've written how did you yeah like how did you decide on that like an english major um i i kind of just thought it was easy like analyzing literature and like it was all a lot easier than like science so i kind of wanted to like stay away from all of that did you read a lot when you were younger i read a lot like i remember like thick ass books i would read <laughs> one per day in middle school so did i i exactly. was like that too yeah. yeah and i think like um coming into high school i got an, a smartphone so like my attention span just like short circuited <laughs> so uh, i just like stopped reading then I, but did, I did. I yeah. loved reading when I was little. What were your favorite series? Or like, what was the first series you can remember reading? Um, I have some embarrassing Percy Jackson. Ones. I, think, I yeah. loved those. Oh my those god, those were really Stop. fun to read. Like Rick Riordan books. Yes. Oh and my like, god. And like, I read Twilight too. The Twilight series were, mm-hmm. was really good. I just didn't like movies. I usually don't like movies that um, are, are based adapted. On books. Yeah, from books. I remember when I was younger, I used to be like, I would get so like 
uppity about yeah. that because i'd be like i've read the book like it's exactly. different than the movie yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> like 13 reasons why it yeah. was so much better than the movie or the show that's so funny how have we never talked about this i people don't think i read well and that's exactly. funny yeah i know i loved those books mm-hmm. i i remember twilight i remember like series of unfortunate events like yeah. Anne Frank, like, those books were so good yeah. and i actually tried to watch the show too but it was a little bit cheesy for me i remember mm. they did a movie at some point and i think i remember trying to watch that but it's, it was it's, so different yeah it's so different and like i was obsessed with twilight yeah. like all of those types of books like the hunger games like um, young adult fiction like romance novels yes oh mm. my god that's exactly those very fun to read i love and i those. think i just like really liked love like mm-hmm. love love when i was little and so like like i didn't have a love story of my own so mm-hmm. reading it in, in books is um more entertaining than my own life i completely relate oh my <laughs> god no like that's insane because when i was younger like especially i honestly wanted to do a podcast about this alone mm-hmm. but i wanted to talk about how the books i read and like the music i listened to literally fucked up my my, <laughs> my image of what like life, life yes. and love was supposed to look like because i remember when i was reading books i was like oh this is what a first kiss is supposed to feel like mm-hmm. i had my first kiss i was like it's nothing like um what <laughs> it was described in the books <laughs> it, it just wasn't magical yeah. like it didn't like, have sparks flying like fireworks in the back mm-hmm. yeah i agree no yeah and like all of the things that you read you have to you have to remember that someone like thought this through Mm -hmm. and like made it sound perfect Mm -hmm. as you're reading it and for me like life is so not like that yeah and it's (laughs) it's crazy because i would always be like no like it just doesn't compare yeah (laughs) yeah like the same thing once i got into high school and they started like giving us books i didn't like read very much on my yeah. own and that's a problem like me being an english major i find it a lot harder reading the books that they assign to me mm-hmm. just because i didn't uh, pick them out on my own and like they're a lot more like academic more political it's a lot different than why i imagined being english major i think that's kind of or at least in my opinion i feel like school has a way of doing that like you go in for the fun part of it and then it becomes so academic like strict did you ever think about like writing yourself when you were younger because you like to read i tried and that's how i know i cannot ever like write my myself a short story i i like i get into my own head and Mm -hmm. like i'm very critical of my own writing so as i'm writing i'm like no this doesn't sound right or like this is dumb like mm-hmm. i was very like o- like overly critical of myself so i can't see myself doing any other writing other than like analytical papers i think you could definitely <laughs> like i think you definitely could if you maybe with some guide yeah 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 or just like because i was the same way mm-hmm. i loved trying to write short stories but i was i was kind of similar like i would get a little bit into it and then i'd be like mm, like like this this isn't as good as what i yeah. imagined it would be and i would get stuck and i would stop but i love doing like poems and like things. i like did that. too back in middle school we had um a poem exer- writing exercise mm-hmm. and i like would enjoy that portion because poems are really short and like you don't really have to describe much in detail and mm-hmm. it's like it's a lot of it is um left up to, to interpretation by the reader yeah it has a beginning and end mm-hmm. so that you can see exactly. you know sometimes with a book you start it and at the end is so far away yeah and how people do mm-hmm. stories and like create plot lines like i'm not one of those people that like once i start writing like, i can't stop I, I need breaks in between and then like once i stop i kind of lose train of thought and i 
yeah when is the best time that you come up with ideas i don't really know it just like comes comes to me when i feel like writing in short spurts well i was gonna say i mean some of the best things i've ever written have always come to me like when i'm about to fall asleep really and i have to yeah and i'll just be think that's like when my mind can finally like be quiet Mm -hmm. and then or like if i'm in the shower or something just like a random moment where i'm like by myself and nothing's interrupting me and then i have to like grab my phone and start typing in my notes interesting yeah so i didn't know if you had like a moment like that maybe in the morning i really like writing um in natural light and once it turns nighttime i can't do anything i feel like my inspiration is just gone and i feel like just settling down and doing something else that's really interesting actually i definitely feel the most creatively inspired in like when i'm surrounded Mm -hmm. by natural light for sure especially if it's like photography or like filming something anything like that i do love having a lot of natural light something because it's like better for your shot right yeah yeah especially for photography but i will say something about writing i like being in like a dark area it's easier for me to like like make up things when it feels less like a real world do you know what i mean when you're like outside and it's the daylight and like you're around other people it's like you're very grounded it Mm -hmm. seems but sometimes when you're alone in a dark place like you can just like make up anything i guess i'm just not that creative because i can't imagine that because i need to yeah i i I can't no but you just might have a different way of doing it yeah i ask because when i was younger i used to think i would be a fiction writer really yeah have you ever tried pursuing that no I once I got to like eighth grade I just couldn't imagine myself doing that I could see you in a creative writing major there's like I think there we have one or a creative writing program I was gonna ask you the same thing I was gonna be like why did you try that I I I don't think I could ever do that like I said I'm more into analytical papers Mm. and so for one of my classes this semester it's like women's uh, autobiography and I am trying to write my own autobiography but it's it's hard it's a lot harder than my past two papers do you think it's harder to write for your about yourself in general yeah it's harder to write about myself than like observe someone else's writing i just like it's hard to put my own life into words i say that's pretty accurate like i feel like no one's gonna care because it's yeah exactly yeah but that's interesting so what do you see going forward like like what do you think you would want to write about my childhood would probably be easier i don't think i know really much about it so that's what i'm saying i like yeah I, I haven't really shared anything, so I, like, don't know how to, where to even start. Well, okay, where did you grow up? I grew up in Houston, but I was born in Vietnam. Okay. So I, was, I came over here when I was two, but I don't remember anything because I was a baby, you know. So I grew up in Houston, and it was, like, kind of, like, a poor region of Houston. And growing up, like, we didn't have a lot of money, and... um. It took a lot for me to get to UT. Like, I wouldn't have gone to UT had I um, not gotten, like, grants and, like, money already because I don't think I could have afforded it otherwise. Mm-hmm. Do you have siblings? I have one. I have a half-sister, and her name's Katie. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. even know if I knew that. Okay. Nobody ever asks, but, like, also, I don't I don't really... It, do- it doesn't come up in conversation. Are you guys close? We're, we have, like, an eight-year age gap, so I, I feel like it's kind of hard. Is she be close? So she's younger. Oh, she's younger. Yeah. Oh, okay. So she's in middle school right now. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Does she ask you like what college is like? And no, we're not that close. Like, and she's kind of in her phase where she's like in her own world and like 
uh she's having like teen angst already <laughs> and she's like oh the world is against me type of thing mm-hmm. middle school is hard middle school was probably like really yeah. it was the, like the best years of my life really i mean um besides college but like middle school was super fun i remember because back then before high school i didn't care about school i was just like going to school doing whatever but i had a lot of fun playing with my friends did you have like a big group of friends yeah oh, okay that's fun. And then, like, going to class, we would just talk all day. Did you ever change high school? Yeah, I changed okay. districts a lot. I remember moving every year. Oh, or really? So. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Which helped me make friends because, like, I was forced to meet new people. And, like, if I didn't meet new friends, then, like, I'm already, like, the new girl. Mm-hmm. Nobody would know me. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I, I do think is great about you that maybe (laughs) not a lot of people notice but i notice because i'm not very good at it Mm -hmm. you're really good at like just getting along with everybody and yeah and talking not everybody talking (laughs) with well i mean but like you're very good at just like going up to someone and being able to talk to them right you're the same way you think so yeah i don't think you yeah i don't notice you being like shy or awkward around Mm -hmm. new people maybe well, maybe it's just with my own insecurity, mm-hmm. like in my head. You get in your own head about yeah. it. Yeah, but you're really good at like making jokes with people and like really? just. I feel like I'm just so <laughs> straightforward, though. I like I don't I don't intend to be funny. No, but you are though, and I think that's what people love. No, Thank I you. love it because like you, you're like, and this is a such an annoying phrase, but like you have this way about you that you're just like one of the guys or like one of, <laughs> one of the girls. Like you can just like hang. You yeah. Know? very chill yeah so i didn't know that you moved around but that makes a lot of sense okay so did you start moving around more in high school or when you were i i stuck in the same i was stuck in the same high school for the whole four years okay up until then i moved every year okay so like middle school i would move twice in middle school moved like four times in elementary and so that that did help me with making friends and like getting out of my own shell because i was very introverted when i was little Mm -hmm. and i mean i don't think introverted more like i didn't care to talk to people but i like i learned that i I would have to (laughs) care to make friends right yeah so sometimes when you just you're comfortable Mm -hmm. i think that's what it is i was very independent like yeah you just didn't need anybody exactly yeah that's funny so i mean that's great to know that you had a good middle school though Mm -hmm. that's really fun were you in sports I was in tennis all four years of high school. Again, I didn't know you played <laughs> tennis. What the heck? Really? Yeah. I feel like people knew. And people always say, like, Asians usually play tennis. What? <laughs> I've never yeah, heard that. That's like a stereotype. <laughs> okay. Interesting. But I would tell people, they're like, of course. Never heard that, but that's okay. Yeah. Funny. Did you play um, sports? Yeah, school? I did. I played, I tried every track. I played softball for a long time. I played oh, softball. Really? Yeah, when I was. I started when I was like six and played until I was in like eighth grade, eighth or ninth grade. Um, and then I also tried basketball. Basketball. Ho- horrible at it. Horrible. I was about to say you're you you're very short. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was not not meant for that at all. Like um, my friend, she played basketball and she's like five six and she still like wasn't yeah. that great at it. Sidelined. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was benched and I rightly so. I sucked. So that was a short stint. I tried tennis as well. Actually, oh wow! And that's why I think it's funny that you did that. You should probably give me lessons because oh, I was mediocre at best (laughs) i couldn't afford private lessons so i think that like i mean i i'm sure people made state and stuff like that without Mm -hmm. but like everybody that did make make state had private lessons Mm -hmm. i never i never had 
professional coaching in anything that I did. I just had, you know, like high school sports. And mm-hmm. then I tried tennis with my friend P with Paola and we both were so, I mean, we weren't great, but we just had a fun time doing it. That's, um, that's all that matters. Yeah. To be honest. And then I did track for a little bit. Um, I could see, that's why I said track. Cause I could see you playing tra- or running track. Yeah. In cross country. I did cross country and I loved it. I, I did track for a little bit, and truthfully, that was hard for me. We had really good people in my high school. They were fast? They were fast. See, I wanted to do track, but then I was I wanted to do hurdles. Really? Yeah, Oh, exactly. my God, that's so cool. And then, But people there, like, um, for our team, uh, people who did hurdles had to practice with people who did long distance, too. Mm. So I'm not a long-distance runner, and I didn't want to do that, so <laughs> I didn't join track. And I tried out for volleyball, not having any experience, oh. not having anything. Yeah. And I obviously I didn't make it. But my middle school coach was like, oh, you should do volleyball. Just and I was like, OK, maybe I'll try out. Mm-hmm. And I no, no, no. that. Yeah, I cried. But I mean, Aww. looking back at it, I was like, obviously, you weren't going to make it. You had no practice. You, didn't yeah. ha- you had no training. Yeah. I can see you as a volleyball player, actually. That's really? I'm very short, though. Well, I say that because. My uh, friend Rachel, she's, I guess it's funny. You know how some people look taller in your head than they actually are? Like, you're kind of one of those people, but I know we're, like, the same height. Yeah, 5'1", shorties. Yes, exactly. (laughs) My friend Rachel, she's, like, 5'5", and she plays libero. Okay, that's a, that's the yeah. position I was thinking about. I was like, what's that position in the back? Mm-hmm. That's like short people play. Like short, <laughs> rel- relatively short people. Yeah, and she's really good at it. Really? And so that's why I like That's I, amazing. If I could go back in time, I would want to play volleyball with like actual training. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's a really cool sport. That was one thing I never tried because I oh. knew I would be good at it. Um, <laughs> you don't know that. Yeah, I guess I don't. But that and soccer, I'd never tried. But People said they could see me as a soccer player, but I don't think the, all, all that running. Yeah, I, was like, just, I don't see that for you. Boring. <laughs> I don't see like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> not me, not me. I ran track. I did the 100s and 200s, and oh, that was wow. really fun. That was really fun. That's the really fast, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I am actually, yeah, I running. am actually very fast when I try. Mm-hmm. I actually did the best I've done in a sport, I think, ever in cross country. Um, and I only did it for a year and my coach was like, I wish I had you all four years because wow. you would have been like great. And it made me so sad because like you don't you, you don't realize your potential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was senior year. So I was graduating. And yeah. so I was like, well, fuck, I should have like started this, you know, I yeah. started earlier. You didn't want to do tennis in college? No, I just I already knew that I wasn't that good. And I like to try to get a tennis scholarship is a lot of work. Mm hmm. And doing even doing club tennis, I kind of since so I'm a person that likes to do things that I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So already knowing that I'm not good at, I tried to look for another sport. That's how. And yeah. coincidentally, I joined powerlifting because a friend told me to try out. Did they make you do like weight training for tennis? Is that how you got into weight training? No, I just went to the gym recreationally with my friend like okay. back in junior year high school okay and i never did anything up above like a plate for squats i benched very rarely but it was mainly bodybuilding stuff mm-hmm. and um i never deadlifted up until like a month before tryouts yeah i was the same way i was not versed in the power well i say that when i i actually moved high schools one time mm-hmm. um and then quickly moved back <laughs> because <laughs> didn't i didn't like i it. didn't like it <laughs> um like, mom take me I, back i can't handle. see and that is why we are different mm-hmm. i could not handle moving and meeting new friends i was really? horrible at it i loved meeting new friends be- just because like i like don't have to like uh, maintain 
relationships yeah relationships for a long time hmm. that's interesting it just be like oh hi bye and like you guys end up on like good terms and mm-hmm. you leave do you think that like makes a difference now in the way that you have friendships i don't know like i definitely can be friends with everybody but i kind of now i kind of categorize everybody into like okay this is just like acquaintances you don't really have to maintain like be too friendly towards them like it's mm-hmm. i can see how after doing that for a while maybe it would be harder to like develop deep friendships with people thinking that like it made know, me a lot more selective if anything because you're like i want to make sure the people i'm with are like the right people yeah but what i was saying is when in the semester that i was there i did meet um a girl who actually i met two girls one of them is actually at ut and i never connected with her and i need to i want to see if she remembers me but the other one was in powerlifting Mm -hmm. and she's like you should just come along and like um oh so you you tried powerlifting a little bit in high school yeah i never competed because i was only there for a semester so i didn't make it to the (laughs) spring um competitions but i did train with them and that was interesting i didn't know they had powerlifting in dallas i didn't either i thought it was just like a small town thing like I know there's like schools in small towns up north of Austin, mm-hmm. but I didn't know that they had it because I didn't they ha- they didn't have it at my high school. Right. So in the high school that I was at for the majority of the time, they did not. Um, but because the high school that I transferred to was a smaller like town, mm-hmm. they did. And I the coaches were really good that I remember distinctly when I joined the team here, how different it was from them mm-hmm. because when I was in high school, it was very regimented. Like, they controlled, like, all the stuff that you were doing. It was very, like, the practices, they were very hands-on. They were always coming around to check, like, what you were doing. Um, You were partnered up with someone, and then you guys would go through the whole, like, routine. They would, and they would call out to everybody in the gym. They'd be like, okay, we're going to do squats now. Okay, we're going to do accessory exercises. Sorry, I'm burping. No, you're fine. (laughs) You can't hear it, so you're good. Um... And they would make us do, like, hit workouts and stuff. So they would take oh, us outside dang. sometimes, and they would make us run, like, do drills. And then at that the sounds end, horrible. It, was, it was very tough. Yeah. But I actually liked it because I, I think I strive off of structure. Like a, a schedule. Yeah. A team. Yeah. And I missed being on a team because I w- came off of cost country yeah. in high school. And so I was like, well, like, maybe I'll... Like um, powerlifting again. Yeah, because I, I started weightlifting on my own, kind of mm-hmm. similar to you. And so, and then that was when we all met each other at tryouts. tryouts. Yeah. So. That's so interesting. But that's why it was so different being here because the coaches like are not involved at all. Unless you get your own coach. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how, how you wouldn't like not being in a structured team because you came off of like, um, your high school team. Mm hmm. I want to talk about like you training a little bit because, okay, listen, let me just paint the picture for everybody (laughs) listening okay so we both started the team at the same time right some people are just built different like some (laughs) people are just built for a sport and some people aren't i will humbly say that i don't think i was meant for powerlifting i love it i don't think that and i'm i'm great i can weight train i think i've made amazing progress i love it however (laughs) i continue to get injured i continue to have issues i don't progress as fast they're just things that i could definitely improve upon in comparison <laughs> annie <laughs> seems to be made for the sport she is like which incredible. is incredible incredible because this is the first thing in my life that i am like 
genuinely like pretty okay at. Okay, okay, sure. She says okay. Listen, <laughs> we just she had a meet yesterday. Yes, um, I did. And she, do you want to tell them what you did? So I ended with a two ninety two pound squat. I ended with a one thirty two bench in pounds, and then um, a three forty one deadlift. But besides that, like she broke a record. Like, <sighs> yeah. What record was it? Uh, so I broke the collegiate American record for squat, and it was at like two eighty seven, and I broke it when I hit two ninety two by like five pounds. That. <sighs> That's still breaking a record, and she could have, like, you can do more because you've hit what? What's I've your highest in practice that you've I've hit? I've hit 303 in yeah. the gym before. So I think had I gotten more sleep, if I had cut a lot sooner, I think, it would have been a lot better, and I, I would have gotten that squat on the platform. But that's still insane. If the conditions were ideal. <laughs> I mean, competition situation is always different than you imagine yeah. just because, like, you s- you're nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you cut weight, like, that's a huge issue, too, which being in the lower weight classes, like, I've always had to cut. Um, so we are oh, my battery died. Um, apologies. I really need to figure that problem out because that always happens. But uh, she wanted to talk a little bit more about her meat because that was a huge yeah. milestone. So going into the meat, uh, my last competition. Oh, my, my last prep was back in March when we were preparing for CNATs and then that got canceled. So after that ended, I had like a three month hiatus. Like I didn't work out and also because I got COVID mm-hmm. out of I nowhere. You mentioned that on your um, like on the description of yeah. your videos. And I don't I didn't think I knew that. It was like during lockdown and then we were inside. I was inside because I was really scared. Yeah. And I like all of a sudden I like was had I had a fever and then I was coughing, which and I was like, that's weird because I don't cough when I get sick. Mm-hmm. So I was coughing a lot. And then like I just had horrible muscle fa- muscle fatigue. I couldn't get out of bed for a week. Oh, and wow. then like like when I was sleeping. I couldn't sleep most of the time, and when I, when I tried to sleep, like, I couldn't sleep like regular people do, like, on their backs. I would have to put a lot of pillows behind me. I kind of sleep, like, upright because I couldn't breathe. Yeah. And so, um, and then, like, I would, every time I breathed in, I would, like, hear, like, a wheezing in my lungs. And oh my so, God. yeah, it was really bad. And uh, Alfred's, like, kind of con- convinced that I didn't have COVID, but I, ha- I like, was having all the symptoms for quite a while and i was sick like at the week three week mark i was like i was sick i've been sick for quite a while like i don't know what's happening with me like other than um covid and it wasn't until like i started working out again like at the home gym that i felt a lot better and so as i kept working out i like it just like the wheezing in my lungs went away that's insane you didn't go to the doctor at all once no we wanted to get tested but like i couldn't even get up and then by the time i was already over it like we were like oh is there any use of getting tested now yeah so it would be curious to know if you like got the antibodies test like if you have them yeah because that would show like that would prove it but that was that three month period where you didn't really work out out. Mm -hmm. okay and then i started working out again and then they announced that you could break records locally so I was like, okay, like maybe I should try because like I was so close last time. Because mm-hmm. at the at the time that I was considering breaking a record for squat, the record was two eighty one, and I previously when I maxed out it was like two seventy five, so I was pretty close. And I was like, maybe if I have a chance, then I'll go for it because like this is the only year 
possibly that you could break records locally yeah and i wouldn't have to go to, to a national competition and like pay a lot of money just to go break a record so i that's when i i like thought about competing and i started comp prep and it, oh i didn't start comp prep like i like did a long off season up until like um october ish that's when i started my uh, competition prep and it was going pretty well it took three weeks for me to get my strength back to what like for high bar it was like to what it was before at first i didn't think that i was gonna get my strength back at all but to my surprise like uh, the meat print went pretty well despite all all the like obstacles beforehand how hard were you training in the off season i because okay so when did that three month period end i think that would be give a better timeline according to my i like when i first posted um after like i maxed out and like i stopped working out yeah that was around july and i stopped in march okay so that was yeah that was a good I, that was almost four months yeah end. and i worked pretty hard in off season but not as hard as i could have and i actually did more in the off season than i have ever done before okay which is so, crazy because yeah. i took a lot of time off and so going to this prep i was like i i better hit big numbers or bigger numbers than what i've done before or else like what's the point yeah and okay <laughs> so at nationals last year our first nationals she right. was <laughs> I, I was i oh yeah okay so i was a 47 still at that time mm-hmm. you were a 52 yeah. um talk about that nationals and what <laughs> what went wrong <laughs> so i was that was my first time ever cutting that hard like for my first meet obviously i didn't have that much muscle yet mm-hmm. so cutting was just like i was already really light and cutting was only like a few pounds like i was like 117 and so by the time i woke up on meat day i was already like at weight so i was 52 then but like during nationals i had quite like a little bit more muscle than i had before Mm -hmm. so i sat pretty heavy and i was like 119 120 then Mm -hmm. and going in like um i was so like for our water cut the day before we were only allowed like one bottle of water and like um max uh, and then we were also flying so I was like heavily dehydrated and I was uh, so hungry too because like I'm like very mentally weak when I'm <laughs> super hungry and on a cut yeah. yeah and so at the airport like there was just like an auntie Anne stand right there <laughs> I was like what can I do to have this pretzel and I asked Mikey I was like can I have a pretzel and I mean they still make fun of me till this day <laughs> um, I was like can I have a pretzel and he didn't reply so I was like, okay, I'll have one. And I ate it afterwards. So like five minutes later after I ate it, he was like, no, no, you can't have a pretzel. I was like, oops, I already ate it. <laughs> he was probably so, pissed. Yeah. Oh and my God, at that's that so point, funny. Like I was already like dehydrated, right? Yeah. So at that point, my body was just retaining any um, water that I did take and like adding sodium to that because of a pretzel, like how, how much sodium a pretzel has. Mm-hmm. It like, retain all the water blew you up a little yeah. bit yeah and so what makes it worse is that like that same night we went to a restaurant and i obviously i couldn't have anything to eat right mm-hmm. so I, I i mikey was sitting right next to me i was like can i have a burger and he was he was just like he didn't say anything and so um charlie who was already lightweight right he was sitting across the table he ordered a burger and I was like, oh, since he's on a cut and he's also ordering a burger, I'll order one. Mm-hmm. And I ordered it. I ate it. And then um, Mikey's, I know in Mikey's mind, he was probably like, 
bro like she's not gonna make weight he wasn't gonna make weight um he just didn't say anything because like he wanted me to learn my lesson i guess and i mean it was still dumb of me to do so because i should have known and so i woke up on the day of 13 or one at 117 which is three pounds heavier than my weight class Mm -hmm. which is uh 114 52 kg weight class Mm -hmm. and so i started spitting because I woke up three hours earlier, I started spitting. I wasn't losing anything, of course. Mm. And then I started sprinting on a tread. I was jogging at first with a trash bag like under my clothes. Yeah. And I wasn't losing a lot of weight. And then at that point, we only had like, um, what, 30 minutes left to weigh in. Because when I weighed in that morning, uh, I wouldn't make weight, of course. So when they're calling my name, everybody was texting me like, hey, Annie, where are you? Like, like they're calling your name. You need to weigh in. I was like, I'm trying to make weight. <laughs> and this was in like the um, powerlifting group chat. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I was sprinting and sprinting and like I was literally point something pounds away from my weight class. Oh, that is so And so awful. I was like, oh, shit. I, I learned, though. Yeah. To be a little bit more careful when I'm like cutting weight. But that's what happened. So I, I next day I had to go in as a 57 because since I missed weight, 52s competed the first day and the 57s competed next day. That year they allowed like people who weighed heavier to compete in that weight class, like the heavier weight class. Mm-hmm. But they didn't before, like previously. Right. Because what I thought when they said you didn't make weight, I was like, is she not going to be yeah. able to compete at all? So to know that you were actually still going to be able to do it was at least good. Like you didn't have to like just sit there and do nothing, you yeah. know. But that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> it does suck because like this CNATS was canceled. Mm-hmm. So if I don't go to next year's CNATS, that CNATS I miss weight at would have been my first and last CNATS. Yeah. And that just that's that's <laughs> awful. I mean, we so all this happened in Ohio. Yeah. So we weren't in Texas like we flew the day before, like maybe two days before, I was going through it as well, but like in a different stance because I was a 47, so I was cutting to, to 103. She was trying to cut to 114, mm-hmm. and I had been sitting heavier. I remember in the in the fall, like I don't remember it being difficult to be 103. I think I was just naturally 103, somewhere around there. But in the spring, like you said, like I had gained a little more muscle. Yeah. And it was so hard. Um, and I remember that morning, we're, we've stayed in the same room, right? Yeah, we were D- in the same room. Didn't we start getting ready together? And we you started were getting like, ready together. Yeah. And then I weighed. I was like, fuck, I'm heavy. And then I told Mikey, because I went over to where the lifters were backstage, because yeah. he was coaching. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm heavy. He was like, start spitting. And so <laughs> I spat. I spat. And I was like, are you sure? I, I don't need to like, um, like sweat. He was like, start spitting just so so we could see how much i could lose mm-hmm. i started spitting i didn't lose anything Ugh. i lost like maybe like 0.5 pounds but that was nothing well, i mean which is pretty good if you're only sitting like a pound or two like a pound above yeah. but like but like the yeah. burger and the pretzel was holding all that water like, yeah obviously i wasn't losing that water anymore yeah that's when you break out the magnesium yeah. nitrate <laughs> no 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 that would have been too late oh my god you'd be like shitting, shitting on the through platform. my form <laughs> yes i would be known as that girl oh that's so funny i mean yeah i mean it was it was rough that nuts wasn't rough for everybody it yeah. was very eventful um 
I remember. Do you have videos of like how you felt back then? Yes. You know what's crazy? Okay, so someone needs to hold me accountable for this, and it can <laughs> it can be you if it you needs want. To focus. Because I was taking, I was doing vlogs during that time, like yeah. leading all up to the competition, the day uh, of. Like, I remember something like that. Yeah. I remember just one video though. I have videos of me there, um, competing and like the activities we were doing before and getting oh, really? donuts after, like going what, out. Was I with you? You were probably in some of them. Yeah. I have like the plane ride, like everything. <gasps> so, like, that would be so cool to look back at it. I know. I don't remember it. I know. At all. I know. I have the videos on my computer and I, we I started like editing good, it. Yeah. That good of friends, like back then. Mm-mm. So it would be really fun to look back at it and watch. Yeah. So I have some videos. So I need to actually you like, put, put it, it together. together. It's just there was so much footage. And I didn't know like that's what I was good. doing at the that's time. That's so good though. <laughs> it's gonna be the most yeah. like so yeah. I have to figure out a way to do it this, where it's not gonna be like completely and boring you're cut for everybody to 47. else. Yeah, because I was I would to to give an example for other people like I'm vegan, so I'm doing this like very healthily. Like I'm trying to cut weight, but like on very healthy food already. Yeah. Like so, it was just a very interesting time and. That whole, but that nationals was so fun. Like we that all had such a good time. Fun. Like going out, going out afterwards. Oh my god, it was a blast. Everybody, literally everybody, was like drinking together, like having fun, and like people we don't talk to usually. We like talked to that night. Yeah, and like we were we were all just in like one hotel room. We were like drinking and playing games. And I remember Andy was just chugging a tequila bottle. <laughs> <laughs> It oh was it was so fun or Be- vodka yeah doesn't matter. whatever it was we were and we were out dancing like club hopping yeah. like we were carrying each other by the time like the night yeah ended. exactly like people were like pissing in like alleyways and that, then th- <laughs> yeah and that next morning everybody was hungover I was still drunk yeah good thing we flew this <laughs> I was still drunk the next morning I was like telling Alfred I was like hey like I'm feeling kind of nauseous kind of wobbly yeah. and like now that I look back and I'm like oh yeah still drunk still drunk we yeah we went out the night before we flew home and we Mm -hmm. flew we had an early ass flight i think it was at like six or seven a.m yeah we slept like three hours it was so so bad i remember sitting in a starbucks like (laughs) waiting for our flight just like literally wanting to die i was like i feel so awful um but it it was so worth it like it was so so fun so yeah it makes me really sad that i won't be able to like maybe you know what i could do i could try and finesse it if people are going this year um and we're going and like go as like a photographer or something oh yeah who knows if someone would pay me to go to where is it this year baton rouge oh so we could drive there that's what i was planning (gasps) to do stop oh my god and then cassie was also i was also talking to cassie we're like we could drive there it's literally only six hours do you know how fun it would be if we all did like a road trip oh my god stop okay this is my first time hearing about this they were talking about maybe renting a van like a big van yeah so we could just sit in there oh my god we have that would be so fun because we need to like redeem our time Mm -hmm. even if i'm not competing just being there with everybody fun yeah and i think you would have fun documenting everything too yeah of course because like there's so many people there that like we have to support and like Mm -hmm. it's so exciting to be there when people hit those numbers and like everybody's cheering together and like it's just such a fun time it's so hype so yeah that was seen as 2019 2019, then this competition you cut uh also but it wasn't nearly as bad you like made weight and everything so it yeah i actually 
he he changed his water cut a little bit mm. so it was it was more manageable it was still pretty bad mm-hmm. but it was manageable like um we were still able to drink two gallons of water the night before so like i was still really hungry but drinking that water made it better because i wasn't also dehydrated at the same time yeah and we're I, we mentioned this the other day too when we were talking but like we're the kind of people that say like oh we'll like do a long cut yeah like, we'll do it over like two months and then it doesn't happen we end up just as heavy as we did before yeah just be well i'm lazy too and i don't like to give up food so like yeah. the same way like and i eat like shit <laughs> i do i i'll eat like wings one day and then next day i'll eat pizza or like burgers or like some greasy food or oily food i mean yeah i mean you can't really i'm sure it just we all make fun of her too because it cracks us up that like mikey just like looked at her and was like just like let her do it yeah because i think he was already upset that i ate a pretzel without (laughs) saying anything to him and then in addition to that the burger kind of just like was the cherry on top yeah it just like pushed you over (laughs) the edge it was funny i mean it's a memory you always have yeah, so. definitely a story I'll always tell. I mean, but your meat went great. Is there mm-hmm. anything else about this one that was special to you or that was different? Or you want I to think talk about? going in like like squ- when I first started, squat was actually my le- like my weakest lift. I on my first meet, I hit like a two hundred three squat, mm-hmm. and then ever since then, it's just it has just progressed so well. And then me like actually hitting a record, I I, I didn't even fathom like back then right mm-hmm. and so going in like the i know the cut hit me hard because like going in my my legs were already feeling wobbly i told you mm-hmm. and like warm-ups felt really slow even though in video it looked really fast but warm-ups felt slow like my calves were just like cramping and it was like kind of purple from the sleeves <laughs> and like like everything was just off for squat and then so the first attempt I got like a 275 squat for my attempt opener and then for a second attempt it was the the squat record which is 292 and it looked really strong but like going into my third attempt I was like oh my legs feel weak Mm -hmm. and then it didn't help that I slept like two three hours the night before either and like um that whole week I just didn't sleep a lot because of finals Mm mm-hmm it fall. I will say, co- collegiate cup falls at like the worst time. Yeah, because, especially for UT students. Yeah, because it's right in the middle of our final season, mm-hmm. so you're stressed about school and you're trying to peak with yeah. competition coming up, and it's just like it's really hard. Yeah. And so, on my third attempt, I got up. I was like, okay, like I'll I'll just try to grind this out because like usually squats don't fail me on the platform, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, this competition was the first time where I've only done four meets, including this one. And this is the first time where I failed a squat on the platform. And so, which is impressive because it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Cause I, usually yeah. I can just, I'm able to grind it out. But, um, looking back at the video, like I kind of fell too much forward and like, uh, I should have pushed a little bit towards the back and my knees literally touched during <laughs> the rep. I was like, Oh fuck. Like I cannot get out of this. And so I was, I tried and I failed it. And afterwards, what I'm most proud of is like my bench. Like I feel like my bench has come so far. I, there, it still needs some work, but um, I, I got three out of three for bench. And that was the first time ever on a platform that I got all my bench. 
And so I first attempted 121, second attempt was 126, and third attempt was um, 132. And I only hoped to like hit a a plate or like a little bit more than that but since like i was already feeling weak that day mm-hmm. i kind of made it like made a conservative call and like hit 132 mm-hmm. and oh man did you see the handler or like the the, the guy who the, does the, the lift off that was so bad did you want to tell them yeah so you actually saw it yeah so she i was videotaping her um and i'm putting together a video of the meet so like hopefully we'll be able to like Yay. put that out soon it was really cool but so i was recording all her lifts and she was went up to bench her third attempt and the guys giving a lift <coughs> off i mean these are local meets so like it's just people who can help like these aren't like super like experienced people yeah. and you can tell a lift off person like oh i don't want to lift off and that's what she did but yeah. like he kept like coming up and like holding onto the bar mm-hmm. and just like it was ridiculous it he came up once and i was under the bar i was like no and he, he, I thought he got it. So, but then, so I, I ch- continued to set up. He came up again. I was like, no. And then, um, he like, and then third time he grabbed it. I was like, no. Like, get your hands I, off I the bar. I just kept saying no. And yeah. he didn't get it for some reason. And he was like, Men. yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And no. <laughs> he was on the side talking to his friends. So I was like, like, obviously you're not paying attention. So don't, like, I didn't need a lift off my bench because like in practice i like kind of figured out that any lift off it would just like pull my shoulders out mm-hmm. so i just like practiced self lifting off from then on which is impressive because i can't lift myself off when it's I heavy like either, that but like i like a friend actually helped me and you have to teach felt, me how it feels to do easier that. yeah because like i can set my shoulders how i want it and then the yeah they won't move exactly because that was my problem too like when someone picks up the bar on like in front of you when your hands are already set mm-hmm. it'll shift your um the arch that you've created in yeah. your back and you lose that tension mm-hmm. and so yeah it's really important and to like not have keep in mind that. my arch isn't like big already mm-hmm. like any like any any change would would just like set the whole thing off yeah and so i got a 132 bench which i'm pretty happy about that's great oh my god no yeah. that's incredible and then for deadlifts like deadlifts going in I felt so strong. Like, warm-ups were flying. Like, everything flew. My hips weren't hurting. My grip was great. And then I guess, like, the lack of sleep just, like, did me in. And so for my first attempt, I hit 319. And then second attempt, I did 341. And then in order for me to get the collegiate total record and the collegiate deadlift record i would have to chip the total and deadlift by it and hit like a 363 around there i think Mm -hmm. and it was so close (laughs) i like just a little bit a little bit it was lockout was not there yeah but i mean the bar got away from you like though when that happens like it's so hard to correct Mm -hmm. that when you're already like trying to pull up and like that's your that was your last lift like you already taxed your body it's 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 kind of embarrassing because so many people were cheering for me Mm -hmm. and then they were hyping it up and like everybody was like you got this you got this and i was like oh fuck i didn't get it (laughs) and then you could see in the video in the back like everybody's like all hyped up cheering and then they're like oh yeah yeah this is really heartbreaking but i had fun i had fun um considering 
everything and that's like really all that matters yeah. that you like it's a it has it's a good me and that you enjoy yourself and like you're not because i know that there are other people who were lifting that day who were just like really heartbroken with like their performance yeah we saw a girl cry yeah and so like it it can be really hard because you like train <coughs> for so long and then yeah it's your last. for this one day mm-hmm. but i mean i kind of expected like a subpar performance <laughs> because <laughs> i did not sleep and yeah. me sleep is like the most important thing to me like i need to sleep in order to do well like, in the gym mm-hmm. so obviously i need to sleep to do well like um in a competition yeah, exactly but there is really like nothing like getting on stage and then like attempting something yeah. and getting it or not like it's still it's it's such a cool rush i did talk to mikey afterwards he said that like we really were just trying to push for squat this this prep mm-hmm. and that's why um i did pause high bar after every like uh, almost every workout mm. and so that he, w- he was just really pushing for my squat this this prep so mm. he says um once like we get more i don't know what he said re- i don't remember he said like once we push for more um deadlift mm-hmm. in the next prep then i'll probably get it later Oh, I'm sure you're everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Your progress has been insane. So like and it seems like whatever <coughs> program you're on is working mm-hmm. and he knows what he's doing. So yeah. I think so, too. You'll get there for sure. But yeah, I mean, that's amazing. Your meet went great. I can't wait for the video. It went OK. It went good. Girl, you broke a record. I mean, this is what I was talking about. She's extremely driven, but that's going to propel you far. That's going to make you number one when you get to see Nats. So hopefully so that's what i'm going for but we'll see but it'll be good it'll be good and it'll be your redemption from last 2019, year from 2019. Yeah. so i think we should probably wrap it up because we've been talking for, for a long time so um i'm excited for you thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank you for having me is there anything else you want to say before we sign off mm. anything you want to plug my Instagram yeah. is Annie Deadlifts is if anybody is interested in following my journey. But that's about it. You should make an Instagram for your dogs. For my dogs. <laughs> A lot of people <laughs> have requested that, but I don't know if I, I have the time and energy for that too. Well, if that comes out, I will put that on here as okay. well. Be on the lookout for that. Her dogs are so cute. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Annie. Um, I'll leave all of her links in the description below. So make sure to go check her out. And the make, meat video later. Yes, and the meat video later mm-hmm. for sure. And that make sure to leave a rating and review if you liked it. Leave a comment. Tell me what you want to hear next. And hopefully I will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.